Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. All right, welcome. You're listening to Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. I'm your host. I'm president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, an independent registered investment advisor. We utilize our new generation retirement system. If you've listened to the show in the past or the podcast, you know that it's a five-step process, incorporates three hallmarks of our firm, fiduciary, transparency, and technology. We do have two guiding principles as a firm. We want to make sure that your money lasts as long as you do. And we want to deliver financial peace of mind, whatever that means to you. A couple ways to start the conversation with my team. You can go to the website. That is K-U-H-N-C-P.com. K-U-H-N-C-P.com. Click on the meet with an advisor button. It's a red button at the top. You can't miss it. Complete that and someone from my team will be in touch. Or if it's easier, just feel free to give us a call as well. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Well, lots going on this week. I have obviously um, kind of been a broken record in, in talking about that, but I want to go over kind of the psycholo psychology of investing this week and what it is and what it's not and who I'm having conversations with and why we're having conversations now. I think in the first segment, that's what we're going to really focus on. We'll certainly talk about Social Security retirement income, and a few other investment strategies. If you are invested with us, you know that we believe in active management. We are asset allocators, meaning we bring in institutional managers that you generally don't have access to. Our uh, main manager is currently 52%, 53% gr uh, cash, depending upon uh, allocation and strategy. Uh, they've actually have been uh, in cash uh, for the better part of uh, the mid-January mid all the way through uh, February. And so I, I often get asked, certainly from radio show listeners, you know, are we, uh, so your clients aren't losing money? And obviously that couldn't be further from the truth. This is investing. If it uh, was guaranteed, then the returns wouldn't be what the returns are. But we're limiting risk and preparing for an ultimate um market rebound by having cash. And again, it's, it's not a gut feel. It's a statistical mathematical based process that's worked, you know, since the mid nineties, it doesn't mean that, you know, losing money isn't painful for my clients. And it certainly is. But like I like to tell my clients and, and you listeners that we're preparing for that, that turn and, and the markets will turn. And, you know, so yes, 52, 53% cash, is going to be used as a defensive position, but then it's ultimately going to become offensive. The challenge is when you see markets like this and the markets go down, and, and, and there's just no debating that we're facing times that we have never faced before. I mean, th that's just fact. Uh, you, you may disagree with what the outcome will be, and I think that's what makes the market. One person thinks one thing, another person thinks another, and that's okay. But if you're in a buy and hold strategy, think about this. Unless you come into a sizable amount of cash or, uh, you know, some new capital to put to work, how are you taking advantage of this downturn? And, and the answer is you're not. The answer is, well, you're losing all this money. 
or experiencing all this volatility. You don't have fresh capital to put to work. So ultimately, you're just going to sit and take it. And you're going to waste those gains because when the markets do rebound, you're going to waste those gains just trying to get back to even. And I'm not quite sure that that, well, I know for a fact, rather, that that's not the way that I would want my money managed. I would want my money manager, my financial advisor, my stockbroker, my financial consultant, call, you know, everybody seems to have a different title today. They would be there to manage risk and protect as much as they can protect. The markets are going to do what the markets do. It's okay to lose money at times. I mean, that is investing. But how are you taking advantage of that? How are you taking a negative and then ultimately turning it into a positive for me, the client? So those are the things that I want you to think about as a listener. In this volatile year, I think it's been a great opportunity to really see, you know, are, do we have a strategy or a financial advisor in place that is actually proactive in managing money? Now, if you expect not to lose money, well, then you're never going to be happy with whoever you're working with. I mean, that it, it just doesn't exist. Now, there are strategies that do exist that give you that principal protection, and I think they're a component of an overall plan. Um, but it's uh, certainly not for 100% of the money. So I, I think it's important for listeners to understand that, yes, during volatile times, the markets are going to ultimately go down and you're going to you know, potentially see losses on your statement. But what are you doing to then proactively try to capture reestablished positions at lower levels so when the markets do turn, you're not just sitting there wasting those gains just to get back to a point that you were, you know, previously. And so if you don't have that strategy in place, or if you're concerned, if you have that strategy in place, let's have a conversation. KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Uh, just click on the red meet with an advisor button or give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. A lot of the conversations that I'm having this week, uh, well, actually, really, probably the better part of the last couple of weeks, I get it's human emotion that when, you know, I can lay out an investment plan and I can talk about risk management, I can talk about what, you know, your current portfolio could lose during volatile times. But if, oftentimes it falls on deaf ears and, and I get it. And I mean, this isn't me saying that you, the listener are wrong. It's just, it's just human emotion. I mean, you know, the last 13 years have, have been fantastic. I mean, you know, we're annualizing what 15% a year and, and, uh, and then you, you know, the last three years, you're looking at 25% a year. So, you know, a lot of people believe that, well, I've got a great strategy. Well, you have a great strategy when the markets go up, but is that really a well thought out? strategy for the long term. And I think right now over these last two months is a good determining factor of do you have risk management in place? Because if you don't have risk management in place in a world like we have today, we've got a war, who knows what's going to happen. We have slowing growth. We have uh, inflation that is ripping. We have uh, interest rates that are going to go up. People are starting to throw around that word stagflation. And if you don't know what stagflation is, do yourself a service and Google stagflation and how that affects the uh, long-term, you know, growth or lack of growth rather of your portfolio. Uh, it's a very real concern. And certainly my crystal ball isn't any better than yours, but it's something that we have to monitor and we have to make sure that when we construct a portfolio that we're taking in consideration all of this, uh, all of the different factors. And, and we just want to make sure that each portfolio has a bucket of money for lack of a better you know term 
that can do well no matter what is going on in the market. And, and that's how you know you have a really well-diversified portfolio, not just a bunch of investments that you own. So look at your portfolio over the last couple uh, weeks you know, to the beginning of the year. And if you're not comfortable with what the returns are, you may only be down you know, 7%, you may be down 10%, you may be down 15%. But if you don't have anything offensive in there to ultimately capture when the markets start to move, you just have to wonder, what are you paying an advisor for? And, and those are the conversations that we're having. In addition to that, a lot of the conversations I'm having is individuals, they don't know what they truly own. And I get it. It's, it, this isn't your full-time job. And I've seen far too many portfolios, I mean, seven-figure portfolios that are nothing but index funds. And you're just along for the ride and for the right to do exactly what the markets do. Well, actually underperform the markets because there's, you know, tracking error and, and there's expenses in, in ETFs, even though they're, you know, very minimal. Um, when you tack on an advisor fee, well, then you're going to underperform the markets. And, and I thought a job of an advisor is to deliver returns and deliver returns regardless of what is going on in the, the market, what is going on in the economy. And if we are seeing losses, that we are doing something not only about the losses, but we're going to ultimately take advantage of the down market. And, and it may take one month, it may take six months, it may take a year, who knows. But that's what uh, you want to make sure is happening. So we're kind of, I, you know, in the time that I've been doing the radio show, and I've been, you know, giving financial advice for 24 years, there is a major when you look at kind of that half million dollar client to kind of $2 million, and that can be made up of IRAs, taxable money, 401k, et cetera, there's just a lot of bad advice. And it's, it's not, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. It's, it's advice that I don't see that the advisor is bringing anything to the table. Because what I have found, and, and this is talking with, you know, all of the listeners that call in or text in and, and, and just, you know, I've been in the business 24 years. I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with individuals, but what I am seeing is just nothing but closet index funds. And whether it's mutual funds, whether it's stocks, whether it's ETFs, I mean, it's just going to go as the markets go. And people are surprised to find out that there are other alternatives that can actually manage risk and can actually take advantage of periods of time like this to where, yes, we're losing a little bit of money, but when the markets turn, we're ultimately gonna really outperform rather than you know, just wait to get back to even. So I really wanna challenge listeners. And, and a lot of times, you know, people listen to the show and, and they don't text in or call in for you know, one month, two months, five months, six months, whatever. You know, my job is, it's not self-serving, even though it sounds self-serving, my job is to cut that time uh, to as little as possible because of where the markets are at. And my job is to make sure that I am helping people who want help lose less money. And that is something that I will preach until I stop doing this job. Because when someone has, you know, again, a hundred thousand or a million or two million or whatever, and they own just a bunch of index funds and you're charging a fee for that as an advisor, uh, that's that's an issue. And if there's one consistent uh, theme that I'm continuously hearing, and it's going to be it's going to take you some time to to kind of change your your uh, thought process. I mean, it, it's been a very index driven market, 
you know, for the last 10 years. And what I mean by that is, you know, stock picking, you know, yes, you could have made more money possibly, but, you know, everything's gone up. And you can't confuse that with a situation where there was, you know, interest rates were zero, money was free, liquidity was rampant, and just, you know, a rising tide lifted all boats. And, and hopefully, you know, that's a Warren Buffett quote. Um, but, but it did. A rising tide lifted all boats. And, and to continue that conversation, you don't know who's swimming naked until, the, you know, until the tide goes back out. So, you know, don't confuse, you know, uh, the fact that you've made a lot of money with an effective strategy, because what you're going to find is that if we see a period of, you know, three years, five years, seven years, 10 years where the markets are down or flat, well, how are you making money? And those 50-year-olds, you know, who are, uh, you know, nearing retirement, that can be devastating to your plan. So, you know, it just goes back to Microsoft. And I'm going to say it every segment. I might say it three or four or five more times on each segment. You bought Microsoft in 2000. Microsoft is a phenomenal company, but it took you 16 years to get back to even. Now the markets went down right out of the gate in 2000. I get that, uh, but we're kind of in that parallel. You know, the markets are kind of like that today. So you can't get stuck and you have to use this volatility as an opportunity. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get into uh, retirement income and maximizing retirement income with strategies that I'm seeing. This is Destination Retirement, and I am Robert Kuhn. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. I'm the founder and president of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're a registered investment advisor, a fiduciary, we utilize our new generation retirement system. It's holistic. It's a five-step process. Incorporates three hallmarks of our firm, fiduciary, transparency, and technology. Our two guiding principles is to make sure your money lasts as long as you do and to give you financial peace of mind, whatever that means to you. You can start the conversation by going to our website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Click on the red meet with uh, an advisor button. You can't miss it up top. And someone from my team will reach out and schedule our complimentary call. Or you can give us a call directly. The phone number is 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. You can text that number if you'd like as well. We just ask for your name and your email. So first segment, we obviously talked a lot about um, kind of closet index funds. We're going to hit that a whole lot, probably every show. Uh, just because it's a lazy way to manage money and to charge a fee. You work with an advisor because they're going to bring something to the table that you simply can't get. It may not have made a big difference over the last 13 years because anything you touch, the markets ultimately went up, uh, but it is going to make a, a huge difference going forward. And I'm still seeing individuals uh, utilize bonds as a portfolio stabilizer. And when you look at kind of the 60-40 portfolio, Yes, the returns since the mid-80s have been fantastic. The expected returns going forward over the next 10 years are under 4% by some of the major institutional banks. That is their recommendation. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple why. Look at where fixed income rates are at today versus fixed income rates since the mid-80s 
um, until just a handful of years ago. So rates are going up. At least we believe that rates are going up. And they, well, I mean, they said they're going to raise rates five or six times this year. And people are going to be shocked when they can go and look at their long bond fund today. And a lot of them are down eight to 10% for year to date. What happens when rates actually start to go up? So if you're still holding bonds as your portfolio stabilizer, as a way to capture income, you're doing it at historic lows, you're doing it at the wrong time. And again, the markets don't feel, and that pertains to the bond market as well. And the big difference between institutional investors and the individual investor is institutions adapt. They adapt based on current data points. That is a huge, huge difference between what the average financial advisor does. They're still utilizing bonds as a portfolio stabilizer, yet you may lose 15 to 20% in your bond portfolio. Let's have a conversation how we can eliminate 100% of the interest rate risk. Doesn't mean that there's not risks associated with it. Doesn't mean it's for everybody. But there are strategies that uh, are bond proxies that can greatly uh, remove um, well, all of the interest rate risk that you could face. So if you, if you have a large bond position, 20% or more, uh, let's have a conversation. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. We want to prepare for your best retirement. I want to get into kind of retirement income. There is no one best practice for retirement income. What we do and what will work for you, it simply depends not only on your goals, but also your comfort level. We're here to identify your personal retirement income style and let that dictate the framework you use to reach ultimately your retirement income goal. So there are many ways to drive retirement income, and a lot of them work. Some work with more stress, some work with less stress, some work with income that can be much greater than the average, some work with you know income strategies that, that are just kind of the norm. But what I am finding is that individuals in their 50s don't have a good idea of whatever wealth you have amassed. And if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you understand that wealth is individualized. It's not a number. What I think is wealthy may not be what you think is wealthy. And what I think is wealthy, candidly, is irrelevant because you have money. And whatever money you have, that is your wealth. And our job is to make sure that ultimately that wealth will now provide for an income stream that may have to last 20 to 30 years. So I'm encouraging everybody that if you don't have a written income maximization plan, given the markets that we're starting to see, we're starting to experience, and we may go continue to go into, it could be a very bumpy road over the next one to five to seven years. So a lot of the strategies that I could look at on paper for investors like yourselves over the last 50, you know, 10 to 12 years and say, well, it's really not that good. Well, you're equating a good strategy with performance. Well, everybody's made money. So now more than ever, it, you owe it to yourself to have a conversation. You owe it to yourself to start to stress test the what ifs of the market. We're going into a rapidly rising interest rate environment, and liquidity is going to be taken out of the system. It's just not going to be as easy going forward. So we want to make sure that we're helping you before you now all of a sudden just have to sit and take it because you weren't proactive 
and trying to identify and make sure without a shadow of a doubt that your current portfolio could handle the market's what ifs. So if you want to start that conversation, go to the websites, uh, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com, click on the red, meet with an advisor button and somebody from my team will reach out or you can give us a call or a text at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Okay, so let's jump into uh, some retirement income stories. Okay, the first I want to talk about is sequence of returns risk. Again, everything we do on the show, it, it, it's going to be actionable. It's, it's not going to be just cookie cutter. You know, we missed, you know, the down market and now invest with us. And it's, you know, that's just not it. And so we like to talk about things that I think are very relevant and things that I, the biggest risks that I see that you may face that you may not see because it's just so hard. I sat with, through a Medicare uh, presentation and I had a, you know, I think I said, you know, talked about this last week on the show, but my goodness, my eyes glazed over and talk, it, it, the responsibility is 100% on you to make that decision. And as you know, or you may not know, if you don't listen to the show, we did bring on a social security and a Medicare expert uh, as part of our team. And so we're not referring that business out anymore. So if you have any questions on, you know, Social Security, when to take it, when not to take it, you want reports run to maximize Social Security, you want reports run on Medicare, um, you know, reach out to us. I mean, we want it to be a full service where, you know, there's candidly, there's not a lot of, of money to be made for advisors when it comes to Medicare. So that's why you see a lot of financial advisors just, you know, not, you know, focus on that. And it may not be a, a focus of ours, but we now have an expert that we can answer all of our clients' questions. So uh, reach out to us if, uh, you know, if those needs are, are yours, and we'll certainly try to uh, help that. So let's get into a sequence of returns risk and the four ways to manage sequence of returns risk. Attempting to sustain a fixed living standard using distributions from a portfolio of volatile assets, it, it truly is an inefficient retirement income strategy. And that brings in a you know, sequence of return risk. And what that means is the sequence of returns, you know, when you're in your 40s, it, it may not matter. Maybe when you're in your early 50s, it may not matter. But when retirement is 10 years you know, out for you, or if you're in retirement today, the sequence of returns, which is nothing more than how do the returns fall? Do we have a bad four or five years to start? And then, you know, a, a, a good you know, historical market on the backside? Or do we have negative markets in the beginning that, that could last? I mean, just go back to 2000. I mean, it took you 10 years just to ultimately get back to even if you just just because the markets were sideways. So sequence of returns, if you are close to or in retirement, and we see, you know, a negative uh, period right out of the gate, the sustainability of your asset could really come into question. Or if you have, you know, seven figure portfolios, it might not be the sustainability of your asset, but how you maximize, you know, that income, if you see big losses could come into question. So earlier in the segment, I said, yes, there are a lot of ways to derive um, income in retirement. But here's one, you know, fact that that will affect every way you try to, to drive it is if you lose a lot of money, it's going to be an issue. And, and those are the things that, you know, we want to talk about. So there are generally four techniques for managing sequence of return risk in retirement, which is just making sure that if you're, if you're five to 10 years out that we don't have a negative market, or if you just start retirement, 
you know, how to hedge away the risk if we have a negative market. Um, so, you, you know, obviously spend conservatively. Uh, that is a challenge because most people don't have a good idea of just how much they can spend from their portfolio. People are still using the 4% rule that is dated, that is antiquated. Uh, it, it just doesn't work today. It doesn't mean that it won't work if we see, you know, rates go back up substantially. But today, you can't build a plan on it. And if you are, it's a false plan. Um, you want to maintain spending flexibility. Uh, there are periods of time where you're going to spend more. There are periods of time in your retirement you're going to spend less. But we want to obviously, you know, make sure that we have that built into the plan and you know kind of what that flexibility is and what it is not. You want to reduce volatility. And, and it's certainly, you know, when it matters most. I mean, it absolutely, when you're in that 10-year, uh, you know, I always say the retirement red zone, but it's, you know, 10 years out or you're in retirement, that's just a bad time to experience a bad market. And that's just a really bad time to lose a bunch of money. Simple math, you just don't have the time to ultimately make that back up, or maybe even the nerve uh, to make it back up. So we want to reduce volatility. I mean, you, you know, building a bond ladder the way that used to be done probably is the most inefficient way um, to create retirement income today or, or to um, create you know, a portfolio stabilizer. Again, institutions adapt to current times regular advisors and the average person, they don't. And, and those are the things that we want to make sure we're changing. So you want to build in kind of a lifetime spending floor, some sort of source that can give you guaranteed income. It, re, it takes the stress off of the total portfolio. It's there for the kind of what ifs. So how much of your portfolio should that make up? Well, that's individualized, but it's mathematically, it's without question that when you have a guaranteed built-in uh, strategy of income that can increase, it, it just reduces the stress of the overall portfolio in, in down markets. So it certainly should be a uh, piece. So you want to use also a ratio of a funded ratio to manage kind of asset allocations. And, and that's kind of mathematical. I don't want to get into it on the radio, but it's certainly very important. But and then you want some buffer assets. And what buffer assets are they're assets that have some sort of downside protection and some sort of upside component. Again, th that is important. You don't want to, I mean, if we could, you know, for example, we did a one-year uh, bank note last uh, week and it, and it paid 5.2%. And the client got that note and didn't lose a penny as long as the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the Russell 2000 weren't down more than 50% in one year. Now, it's probably new to you but it's used in the private bank space all the time. And yeah, it may take a few conversations for us to, uh, for you to get it, but think about that. Whereas you can go and let your money sit in cash and earn what, a half a percent, maybe. So, you know, that's a good advisor who is bringing in, you know, additional strategies that are new, used institutionally, may take some time to explain, but ultimately they're good for the client. So we're gonna take a break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about taxes and we're gonna talk about social security. I am Robert Kuhn. If you'd like to get in touch with us, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on the red meet with an advisor button or give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Are you considering buying an annuity or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. 
If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're a fiduciary. We are a registered investment advisor. Our clients hire us because they recognize the value of our team's unique, straightforward, unfiltered opinion and approach. We provide tailored advice designed to answer your questions, not everyone else's. We don't like cookie-cutter approaches. If you'd like to start a conversation with us, you can do that by visiting our website. That's KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com, and click on the red Meet with an Advisor button at top of the page, or you can give us a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and we can also start the conversation that way. Call or text. If you'd like to, uh, to text, just we ask for your name and your email. A lot going on, obviously. Talked a lot this week about market volatility, portfolio losses, Social Security. Uh, last hour, we talked a little bit about, se- or last segment, rather, we talked a little bit about sequence of returns during this time of the show. We like to talk about taxes. I think taxes is probably the most uh, tax, good tax advice is the most overlooked area for investors who have kind of $1 to $5 million. You're getting very basic cookie-cutter approach to how to reduce your taxable income. It, it, and it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, one of the things that we do at Kuhn Capital Partners, it's one of our core tenants, we want um, to always reduce our clients' taxable income. You want to pay what you owe, not a dime more. And there are some tax laws that are going to sunset at the end of this year that we need to have a conversation about, strategies that can drastically reduce your taxable income to the tune of 70 to 80% of your investment. Invest $100,000. Strategies exist that you can take $80,000 right off of your income. Doesn't matter if it's 1099, if it's W-2. Bonus depreciation tax law that was passed in 2017. It does expire at the end of this year, so you still have some time. We're talking with a lot of individuals who have sold buildings, sold businesses, or just come into... Um, a lot of money, and they're looking for ways to reduce the tax hit. And and it can be done, and that's the great thing. It uh, doesn't mean it's uh, easily understood. Sometimes it's not, given that's just not your area of expertise. It probably takes some education. But if you make a bunch of money, if you sold a building, if you uh, sold some property, or if you inherited a bunch of money and you're looking to reduce the tax hit, uh, let's have a conversation, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit KUHNCP.com. Click on Meet with an Advisor, start the conversation, and we'll, we'll certainly talk about it. Because when you think about taxes, the word uh, nearly reverberates every time it's said, or at least that's how it feels. And it's especially true if you have a tax issue. So yes, there's you know anxiety surrounding tax season. And it generally will always be there, but you have to keep this in mind. Tax planning does not start in November and December. Tax planning is a year-round activity. And, you know, when you look at kind of the retail advice and you look at financial advice that is given to kind of that $100,000 investor to $5 million client, so that kind of $100,000 to $5 million client, it's generally always market-based. It is 
market-based in stocks, equities, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, hedge funds, et cetera, um, annuities, uh, but you never get, very rarely do you get strategies that are not market-based and you know, call them private investments because that's exactly what they are. And when you look at kind of endowments and you look at institutions and you look at pension funds and just look at how they allocate their money, they always, well, I don't want to say always, it's hard to make a, a generalized statement like that. But oftentimes you're going to see their portfolio have 15 to 30% allocations to private investments and private investments are good. Private investments are bad. Private investments can be conservative. They can be risky. It's kind of like saying cars, right? I mean, every investment, it doesn't matter if it's a stock, a bond, a mutual fund, an ETF, an annuity, a CD. I mean, there's pros and cons to everything. And I think the good advisor really identifies what those pros are and then also what the cons are and then articulates them to the investor in, to see if it makes sense in creating an allocation to that type of a strategy as part of a full plan. Now, we haven't talked a lot about financial planning this uh, this week, but you, you know that's at the heart of every decision that we make, financial planning and color of money risk analysis and determining your personalized return need to hit your goals and objectives. Because it, it doesn't matter my goals and objectives. It doesn't matter your neighbor's goals and objectives. It doesn't matter what the markets do. Let's take a look at what is needed for you and your family to make sure that you're going to hit your goals and objectives. And so, yeah, strategies exist in the, the private space that, um, you know, right now, and, and we've been using, you know, one for the better part of, of uh, four or five years since 2015. And in full disclosure, you know, there's, we have a lot of clients in it and we've worked closely with them because we think that they're bringing an institutional type strategy to the overall market. So they've asked you know, on marketing ideas and educating investors that there's other things out there than just, you know, the, um, you know, the stock and bond market. And, and that just is the case. And so, you know, real estate, a lot of people have real estate. Well, that's an alternative, but are you doing it at scale? Are you doing it where you have to be the landlord or, you know, are you, are you actively taking advantage of the tax benefits that, uh, that can be had? So the strategy that we use is, uh, and, and it's a great one that, well, we believe it's, it's, it's a good one. Uh, it is a strategy that handles and processes oil field uh, drilling water. Uh, very complex, but actually at the end of the day, it's incredibly simple. Uh, every time you drill for a barrel of oil, there's you know one to 10 barrels of dirty wastewater that needs to be cleaned, transported, either recycled or put back into the earth in what is called a saltwater disposal well. So it, it doesn't have, you know, direct drilling risk because it's, it's, it's not a drilling fund. You're, especially here in the Midwest, we have an office in Texas and this is, you know, I don't, it, it's much more commonplace. Uh, but here in the Midwest, in, in the Chicago market, a lot of times you don't get this type of advice just because, you know, the market is, you know, south, there, there's a lot of energy investments. So all this fund is doing is, is procuring the, the dirty wastewater. They're either putting it back into the earth or they're recycling it and they're selling uh, it back as fresh water or water that people can use to drill. So, you know, it's, uh, you're not getting huge returns because the risk profile is certainly different than a drilling fund. But what you are getting is it does qualify for the bonus depreciation. So 
you know, they say to budget for 80% uh, tax benefit. It's been, you know, in the 90s, but they say budget. So we'll, let's budget for 80%. So if you put $100,000 in, you're going to get $80,000 um, as a depreciation allowance and loss off of your uh, capital gains, taxable income, 1099 income, self-employment income, passive income. So if you understand that space, I mean, if you make a hundred grand and you put a hundred thousand in this, you know, you're going to, before all of your other deductions, you're going to be able to show $20,000 of income. Now, a lot of times that sounds too good to be true. So people think, well, um, it, it must not be real. Well, no, people who make significant sums of money, they understand the tax code. And so I can't provide tax advice. I'm not a CPA, but that is what the investment does. Uh, and it's been great. And it pays a distribution, 3 to 10%. Uh, you can choose a 3% distribution or you can choose a 10% distribution. And there's other things that you get based upon what you choose. So that's an investment that's going to do well or not do well, totally independent of the stock market. And for that kind of million dollar to $5 million client of investable assets or somebody who makes a bunch of money, it may be a new investment, but that's, that's something that we certainly want to talk about. So again, a couple of compliance notes, I can't provide, you know, uh, tax advice. So take it for what it was. Um, but we certainly, if you have a, a CPA or an accountant that you work with, we can, um, you know, have that conversation with them. So yeah, if you want to learn a little bit more about how to allocate, and we like it to be a kind of three to 10% allocation of a portfolio, certainly could be more in special circumstances, but Generally, that's kind of our starting point. And it's just a diversifier, and it's a great way to reduce taxes, get some cash flow that is not um, dependent upon the stock market, the interest rate market, the bond market. And, and that's all it's about cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. Um, so the closer you get to retirement, the more you know, cash flowing investments are going to become uh, important to you. So if you want to have a conversation about that, 630 492 1912, 630 492 1912. Or visit the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on Meet with an Advisor, and we will uh, start the conversation. So let's change um, topics here real quick. RMDs, uh, given the time of the year, RMDs always uh, come into question. And I wanted to make sure that listeners knew that there was a change in, in the, from 2001, or 2021, rather, that the IRS actually issued new life expectancy tables to be used and compute RMDs in the beginning of uh, 2022. So the tables have a slightly longer life expectancies in the old tables, make, making RMDs a little bit lower under the new tables versus the old tables. So hopefully um, your advisor has reached out to you on that if you are taking RMDs and trying to figure out how you can uh, maximize them. It, it's uh you know, RMDs are, you know, just what RMDs are, um, you know, the government wants their money. And so we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, well, we we're talking a lot about taxes, a segment and private investments and investments that provide tax benefits. Uh, I want a natural next conversation while we have just a couple minutes here left in this segment is Roth conversions. And a lot of people are doing Roth conversions because in tax rates, they believe are going up at, at, at some point. So anytime you can take a asset that has to be taxed on the way out, pay the taxes now, convert it to a Roth, and then let that money grow and not have to pay taxes on those gains in the future. Clearly, it makes a lot of sense. What's prohibitive a lot of times is that if you convert your IRA today, you're going to have to pay taxes today. 
So a lot of people can't do that. So you may want to convert over subsequent years. You may want to, um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you can't convert at all. But if you have kind of that 200000 to $2 million IRA, you, we want to have a conversation about converting that or 100000 to $2 million IRA. We want to have a conversation about converting that to a Roth and do some return assumptions, some tax, uh, um, tax rate planning and some assumptions and see if it makes sense. A lot of times it does make sense, but where it really makes sense is if we can invest in something that then reduces our taxable income. So there is a possibility that you can actually convert that, uh, in that IRA to a Roth, take some taxable money if you have access to it or other you know, money outside of retirement accounts and invest in a strategy that can give you an immediate you know, tax um, uh, reduction off of your income. Well, there may be a way that we can minimize all of that tax due potentially and convert that to an asset now that is going to grow um, and you're not going to have to pay taxes on it again. So we're having a lot of those conversations and it's, it's that time of year. Uh, anybody can have a Roth conversion conversation. That's easy to do, but it's the good advisor that can find investments that can reduce your taxable income to, to mitigate or remove that additional tax due uh, from the conversion. So, you know, we'd love to have that conversation with you. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about just kind of, you know, general risks that we're seeing, things that we want you to make sure you're aware of. This is Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. A couple ways to get in touch with us, go to the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Click on the red meet with an advisor button or call us 630-492-1912. 6304921912 if you're going to text we just ask you to text your name and your email more after the break hoping is good knowing is better you are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that investors today want to find outcomes not investments that simply track the stock market up and down did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is there is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn, and the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a registered investment advisory firm, we're a fiduciary our new generation retirement system. It is holistic. It's a five-step retirement planning process that incorporates three hallmarks of our firm, fiduciary, transparency, and technology. We do have two guiding principles. Hopefully you know this by now, but we want to make sure your money lasts as long as you do. And we want to make sure that we're delivering financial peace of mind to you and your family. I believe our greatest strength is protecting clients' assets in turbulent times. If you'd like to start a conversation, go to KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on meet with an advisor button. It's at a, uh, the top of the page. It's a red button and someone from my team will reach out. Or if it's easier, give us a call or a text to 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So we talked a lot this week about risk. We talked about um, you know, how to manage risk, closet index funds. Hopefully, if you're just tuning us in now and you want to catch the first three segments, go to our website. We podcast every show. 
So you can listen to it. You can download it. You can subscribe. You can like it. You can send it to someone who needs to hear it. Um, but I want to finish this last segment with, uh, you know, talking a little bit more about volatility. And when markets are volatile, uh, staying invested can pay off. And I believe that to be fact if you have the right strategy in place, not if you're just simply riding the market up and riding the market down. Because as we talked about earlier, think about when the market returns. If you have cash, if you've raised cash uh, systematically, mathematically, statistically through this down period, you are now sitting on, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, 50, 53, 54% cash. And when the markets turn and you're able to redeploy those assets, certainly won't be at the bottom. I mean, nobody's trying to time markets, but when you can redeploy those uh, assets at lower levels, well, just think about that you're actually now making money rather than having to waste all of those gains just to get back to even. In 2020, as an example, in our growth strategy, which is a strategy most of our clients own and are invested in, uh, they, uh, the manager, because we're asset allocators, we're bringing you strategies that you can't generally access directly on your own. Uh, they raised cash in March twice, and they got up to a 50% holding. They redeployed that money in April, mid-April, and their return for that year was 40% when the S&P was up 18 did they do anything special? Well, I don't think so, but they'd certainly raise cash uh, in tranches when the world is coming to an end with COVID. So if you bought and held, or if you didn't have any, you know, your advisor didn't, you know, have a strategy in place to manage, you know, a situation like that, or just a market that was crashing. Um, well, yeah, you still made 18%, which is very good, but most people would rather make 40. So past performance is an indicative of future results, certainly. Uh, that strategy may or may not be appropriate for you. But if you want active management strategies that can play offense and play defense, then you have are listening to the right show. Uh, you know that we don't subscribe to buy and hold uh, because when volatility and fear strike the market, generally the instinct um, by most investors is to do one of two things, remove the investment from the danger or just sit and take it. And, you know, those are probably not good options. But if you don't have a good plan in place structured to take advantage of markets like that, because let's face it, we're going to have markets like that once out of every four years, you know, you can expect something, you know, along the lines of a 20% uh, or more sell off in, in the market on an annual basis, or at least, you know, see a negative market that that's what the numbers and the statistics tell us. Because when prices are depressed, obviously fear is high. So when the markets are down like they have been the last two weeks, we get a lot of phone calls from listeners and from people that we've talked with in the past. And our goal is not self-serving. We certainly want to grow our business, but our job is to make sure that when things are good, that we prevent you from even needing to make that call when we see something bad happen in the market, because it's going to happen. And with technology, it's probably going to happen more and more. So I understand it can be difficult to weather market swings. But opportunities are made, money is made during that period. So when volatility rears its ugly head, our instinct cannot be to take the money out and safeguard it. You need a plan in place that uh, can take advantage of that because history shows rather than giving into fear, staying invested and buying during volatile times can actually be beneficial in the long run. But here's the challenge. If you have a buy and hold strategy and you're 97% invested, how do you take advantage of the, uh, the down markets? 
How do you take advantage of buying things on sale? Well, the answer is, unfortunately, you don't. So we have recovered a little bit. And now I want to make sure that you have a strategy in place that can benefit from volatility. It's here. It's going to stay. I think we need to fasten our seatbelts. And if we take a step back and examine times when the VIX spiked above 40, you know, the VIX, for, let's just simplify it. It's a fear index. It's a gauge that, um, you know, gauges the market's expectations over a 30-day period of volatility. On average, the VIX measures around 20. So you kind of give that as, you know, that's kind of your historical norms. But if we take a step back and examine the times when the VIX spiked above 40, indicating extreme high levels of fear, there's a trend. Within three years of that volatility-induced decline, the market not only recovered all of its losses, but also produced additional positive returns in each case. Five years later, those gains continued uh, to improve. So the takeaway is that while volatility can be difficult to endure, certainly, it can also present opportunities for longer-term investors. So when fear is high, it may be time to be the contrarian and actually consider it as an opportunity to not only stay invested, but to also buy why prices are depressed. And when I hear long-term investors, what I think, what I hear is we're all long-term investors. I mean, I mean, but does that mean that I shouldn't have a strategy in place that can protect my money during periods of market volatility and then use that money as, uh, or that volatility rather, as an opportunity to make considerable returns? So, I mean, that's how I envision it. I don't envision a long-term investor as somebody that just owns a closet index fund that just owns a bunch of investments that are going to stay invested regardless of what happens in the market. So, you know, don't, you know, long-term investors, I mean, that that's unfortunately a misused word in the industry. Just because I'm long-term doesn't mean that it's okay to lose money, right? At least I would hope that we share that, uh, that same philosophy. So, if you want to start that conversation, visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Uh, click on the red meet with an advisor button, or you can certainly call us 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. When we talk about active management, don't hear trying to time markets. There are some people that do it great, and they do it great for long periods of time challenges is they don't need our money, right? They don't need your money. They don't need my money. They do it with their own money. So just because we talk about active management, that's not guessing. That's not trying to predict. When you have a philosophy that tries to capture 70 to 80% of the up, miss 70 to 80% of the down based on mathematical, statistical-based analysis that is going back to the mid-90s, that is anything but guessing. Because yes, it's, it's, it's a game that is hard to play, if you're trying to guess what way the market is going, because it's impossible to tell when the market will resume its upward course, certainly after a bout of volatility. So sticking around uh, means participating in the recovery as soon as it happens, rather than waiting to see improvement and missing the early days of the recovery, because that's the key. Generally, when you see the market turn, that is where the real outsized money is made. And so really bothers me when I hear everybody come on the financial news shows and they say, these are great buying opportunities. Well, for institutions, they are because they have permanent capital generally, meaning that they have fresh capital to put to work at lower levels. 
Well, what about that retiree who has 100000 to $5 million that is fully invested? How can they take advantage of the volatility? And we're on a mission, you know, to make sure that, that we change that, that we give the average investor that opportunity to take advantage of those outsized returns while minimizing risk. It, it, it sounds so simple to me, um, but, you know, it's complex to people who don't do it every day. A lot of times, you know, you don't look at your statements, you don't look at your accounts, you know, all the time. I mean, that, that's just something we or my team and I do, you know, we're just always plugged in. Um, sometimes that's good and, and certainly sometimes that bad, that's bad, but that, that's the industry and the life that I chose. And so I know it's easier said than done to make changes uh, because the reality is change is hard. But like I like to tell individuals is that, well, is it as hard as losing 20 to 30% potentially? You know, generally that kind of, you know, puts change in perspective uh, because as advisors, you know, we could use the same exact strategy for all of our clients, which generally we do. Um, it's totally personalized as far as percentages go, but we know, you know, we want to be able to have skin in the game as advisors and have skin in the game that our clients you know, certain strategies that our clients invest in. So we could have, you know, 10 clients, for example, they own the same exact investment, same money manager, same everything, but their returns are going to be drastically different just based upon when they started. So during this downturn, let's just use a you know, hypothetical example of 10 clients. I could have five clients that they're really indifferent with, with this, you know, downturn. Now they lost money and they certainly don't like to see that. They saw their statements go down, of course, but they're still way up versus just the overall market. And then we may have five clients that just started with our firm and, and with our strategies that we employ. And then we hit a down market right off the bat and they're not happy. <laughs> and I get it. And, and that's the challenge of advisors is you're always dealing with clients that are in certain stages. But like I tell the clients who are new, who are experiencing some losses right out of the gate because of the market, well, you have to look at that 53% or 50% or 60%, depending upon model, cash holding, all right? And, and that is, so yes, we're not going down like the market, of course, and, but yes, we're still losing some money, but you have to view that as opportunity. You have to view that as once you go through a down cycle and you see what active management can do for you historically, you're ultimately going to be happy. So, you know, my ask of you is, a couple things. If you have large bond holdings, we need to talk. Interest rates are going to decimate those strategies. If you're using laddered bonds to generate income, we can do much better. If you are fully invested and you're not able to take advantage of this market volatility, at some point, we need to have a conversation. If you don't have a financial plan in place, if you don't know what your social security maximization or your income maximization strategies are, we need to have a conversation. If you haven't talked about uh, tax strategies that can greatly reduce your taxable income, we need to have a conversation. So I am Robert Kuhn. I am the host of Destination Retirement. We are uh, going to start to air on other stations uh, throughout the country. So we're, we're excited about that. Not that that means a whole lot to you, know, you but, but we're excited about that to get that message out uh, in, in, a, in a larger scale because we were passionate about what we do and we've gotten great feedback. Uh, so if you'd like to, to have a conversation with us, visit KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. 
click on the red meet with an advisor button or give us a call 630-492-1912 630-492-1912 until next week have a great week this recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.